This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Any news today, Tito, at all? (laughs) (laughs) Dang, Rosie. That's your job. This is the Rosie Report. The next round's on Rosie, and we'll read his credit card number here in just a moment. Regular season roundup. Catch it, Rosie. Nicely done, Rosebud. Now, here's Jim Rosenhaus. Welcome into another episode of the Rosie Report regular season roundup following a Tuesday night victory for the Tribe in Detroit. 4-1, to one, Aaron Savali just terrific on the mound on a night where he really needed to be and just enough offense for the Indians to take their second straight in the Motor City. Jim Rosenhouse along with you coming up later on in this podcast. We'll hear from Indian starting pitcher rookie Sam Hentges. But first, I'll look back at Tuesday night's action, and the Indians got it going early, thanks in large part to Cesar Hernandez. So we're underway in downtown Detroit. It's 84 degrees. Scooble working quickly, and the pitch is swung on. Hit high, hit deep to left. Back is Grossman, and this ball is gone! Over the bullpen and into the seats and left. And Cesar Hernandez with his sixth home run as he leads off tonight's game, blasting the second pitch of the game into the seats in left field. So the Indians quickly on top of the Tigers, one to nothing. And then with the Tribe up two nothing late, Jordan Luplo added some much needed insurance. The pitch, a swing and a high fly ball headed to deep left center. On the run is Badu and it's gone! And just like that, Luplo makes an adjustment and blasts a two-run home run to left center, and the Indians lead it four to nothing. Luplo had struck out three times tonight, was in a two-strike situation here in the eighth, and he got a pitch that he hammered over the wall in left center in a huge home run, his seventh. And it also broke his 0 for 18 skid. And the power for the tribe with Hernandez and Luplo hitting home runs was more than enough for Aaron Savali, who was just terrific as he pitched into the ninth inning, had a shutout going. Tigers nicked him for a run in that ninth inning, but all in all, a great win for Savali, his seventh to lead the American League now. And after the ball game, he talked about his performance. Yeah, I mean, like I say, every time I'm on here, I try and go as deep into the game as possible. Um, circumstances are, are such, and it's unfortunate that it happened. Um, nobody's fault, just kind of a freak thing to happen. Um, but just got to play together and grind together, and that's that's what we do. Um, obviously, it's nice to put that game together, but as a, again, a team win. We don't, we don't win without the, the whole team. Aaron, what's it like for you? Look, what are the emotions like, I should say, whenever you're in the dugout watching that ninth inning after having to come out? Um, I mean, I, I have confidence that he's going to get it done. I didn't care how he did. It's 
I knew he was going to get it done, whether one run scored, two runs, three runs. It, it didn't matter. I knew he was going to get the job done, and that's all that matters at the end of the day. Um, like I said, we play the team. Uh, a win is a win, no matter how it's done. How did you feel uh, going out for the ninth? Same I felt the rest of the game. Um, just competed. Guy Candelario put a ball in play and it's close pitch on the ball for it, maybe. But same I felt the rest of the night. Pitchers are always working on something or making some adjustment. You went through such an overhaul over the winter. Has the start to this season or the first you know several weeks, has it felt any different in terms of just being a, a learning process and you just kind of continually adjusting to yourself and opposing hitters? Absolutely. Um, I think from a recovery standpoint, it's definitely been a little bit better than it has in the past. Um, which allows me to work on some more things throughout the week. But I think just really feeling in tune with my body and then doing the prep work going into the game, that's, that's what's been uh, the biggest difference this year. And that arm change and some of that has allowed the consistency to be a little bit more frequent. So I definitely don't regret anything and can look forward to continue growing and working on that. And again, Savali's pitching deep into the game was especially important considering the news earlier in the day regarding Zach Plesak out for an undetermined amount of time, but certainly it appears to be significant as he has a non-displaced fracture on his right thumb, his pitching thumb sustained when he aggressively took off a shirt following Sunday's outing and uh, banged it on something, and that resulted in a non-displaced fracture. So Zach's out for a while. He'll get further reviews on that on uh, Wednesday with Dr. Graham down in Dayton, but uh, not a good situation for the Indian starting rotation. So Savali's effort certainly came in handy, and after the game, Terry Francona talked about that and the performance of his ball club. Tito, Savali comes up just big when you needed him to, to go as long as he did. He sure did. I mean, he. I thought he had everything working tonight. I thought he changed speeds like a veteran. And I know I've said that before, but I mean, you know, he threw a fastball into some righties when he needed to. He'd cut the ball. He'd spin it. He'd throw that change up. I thought he was terrific. I mean, the first walk was in the ninth inning. Uh, I thought he was terrific. And I told him, I said, you know, I, I, I don't have any doubt he could have got through that ninth inning. I just, with the way we're situated right now, that's the last thing I wanted him was throwing 125 pitches and having to dig for more that late in the game. Was there any indication early on or maybe after his after he threw in the bullpen that he was going to be able to, to turn in a, an outing like that tonight? I don't know. I don't know if you can ever say that, Joe. I mean, I, I just don't know that too many, too many things happen in a game. I mean, if you look back in the first inning, if that ball's fair, <laughs> it's second and third, you know, and we're, we're figuring out if we're playing the infield in or back. So it's, it's, there's a lot of things that happen in a game that can change the, the way it, it can start and end. How nice was it to see Luplo kind of break out of his slump and give you guys some room to breathe late in the game? Yeah, that was a big – that was obviously a big hit for us. And kind of was sitting there talking to Carl, and I'm like, I don't know. If, every time I think I understand this game, I don't. You know, he's not swinging it against the lefties, but he's he's doing damage against the righties. So, hopefully that will help his confidence and he can hurt us – you know, hurt, hurt guys both ways. I think this is the third two-hit game for Eddie Rosario in the last four or five. Just – with everything you have going on with injuries with the lineup, how big is that for you guys right now? Yeah, I mean, and I know I've said it, and, and you know, that he'll get hot, and it looks like he wants to. 
um, that's really good for us because, I mean, we're, we're a little thin right now in our lineup. We know that. I mean, shoot. It, but, but, I mean, we're, we're competing, and that's, that's important. Tito, what, what did it mean for uh, Savali to pitch like he did tonight with, you know, with Plesak being hurt and you got, you know, maybe a bullpen game tomorrow. You've got, you know, a lot of, a lot of balls up in the air. Well, we're actually uh, – Tristan McKenzie's going to pitch for us tomorrow. So that, that's, that, that's that part of it. And then he will be optioned down after the game. Um, so that's one piece of the puzzle. So, okay. Um, I, I can't think of a time when it's not good to have a guy throw a game like that. I mean, it's just, you know, it, it, you know, we struck out, I think, what, 13 times. But because of the way he pitched, four runs looked, was enough. And it was a, seemed like a nice, solid game. Uh, Cesar Hernandez, I mean, he's, he looks looks like he's making a habit out of uh, hitting leadoff home runs. I hope he does. I hope he does. And then we got to get him off his feet, too, for a night, which is really good. I thought he was looking a little tired the other day in Cleveland. So anytime we can do that while Fran Mills down, we'll certainly try to do that. And I think all the experience Owen gets is gonna is just going to help him. Tito, you know, it seems like we're asking – I'm asking this every other day or so, but – just what does it say about your team that you guys bounce back? No matter what the news is at 3 o'clock, you guys find a way to, to play well at 7. Son. You know, I, I was trying to tell the guys the other day when we got here, you know, that sometimes winning's hard, you know, so, but, but it doesn't mean we can't. And, and to enjoy competing and not to leave anything on the field, you know, don't know what ifs. You know, we, we're not good enough, we're not good enough, but let's, let's, let's compete. And, and they've done a really good job of that. And it, it, it makes it makes for a fun atmosphere. I, I, I really believe that. That's Tribe Manager Terry Francona, and they'll be working through the starting rotation. Tristan McKenzie to start on Wednesday. Sam Henches is in the rotation, and he threw the ball well, five innings worth on Monday night. And we had a chance to visit with him on Tuesday and talk about working into a rotation as a rookie in the major leagues. As you get deeper into this starting role here in your first season in the major leagues, it seems like you're starting to, to figure some things out that allow you to get deep into games. And what was the key last night after a start where, where you were close but but battling some things early? Um, I think it was just using using all my pitches um, and, and having the ability to throw strikes with all my pitches. Um, we got into a little bit of a little bit of trouble early on in the game, but um, fought through it and, and made pitches when I needed to. And battling is, is always a big part of it, whether you're in trouble or, or having a, a smooth ride through an inning. Uh, are you able to, to kind of see what other pitchers on the staff do, some of the more veteran pitchers, and, and kind of take some things from them that, that help you kind of work through the, the difficult spots? Definitely. I mean, there's, there's a lot of good pitchers and, um, with Bieber, Savali, and Plesak, they've just kind of watching them pitch and how they go about their business and, and how they attack hitters with their stuff. Obviously, they're all right-handed pitchers, so it, it is a little bit different. Um, but just kind of how they how they battle through and, and how they get deep into games is, is something that I've taken note of and something that I will continue to watch. I know when, when some of them, specifically Shane Bieber, when he first got to the major leagues, he talked about how helpful it was not only to, to watch starts of, of more experienced pitchers that were on the staff at the time, but to be able to pick their brains and 
do some things between starts that were helpful by watching the other pitchers? And and have you found that to be the case with them? And if so, what are some of the things that, that they're able to do to help you? Yes, definitely. They, they're, um, they're all very vocal about how, how they attack hitters and, and how they use their stuff and their strengths um, to their advantage. Um, and combined with me asking them questions about it and, and how they go about it. Um, but like I said, I think kind of hearing them and picking their brains on a day-to-day basis, um, as, as well as watching them pitch and, and go about their work is, is something that's helping me along the way. Maybe veer off a little bit. Uh, you are a really good first baseman in high school in the, <laughs> in the Minneapolis area. And some friends of mine with the twins were saying that, that they scouted you as a first baseman. Now, is that true, number one? And, and do you still maybe think sometimes about what it might have been like and, and, and trying to, to make it as a position player instead of as a pitcher? Definitely. Um, I think, I mean, I was, a, I was a pretty solid first baseman in high school. Um, I don't know. Obviously, I didn't play college baseball, so I couldn't tell you, and I haven't picked up a bat in a couple of years. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was it was fun. I, I don't really miss it because I enjoy learning about pitching, um, and I enjoy pitching a lot. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's I, I do think about it sometimes. I don't think I would have gotten to the point where I am now as a hitter. So I'm I'm definitely thankful that and blessed that I've kind of veered off in the pitching direction um, towards the end of my high school career. I was just going to ask, what was it when when that realization came to the forefront for you? What was it that said, hey, you know what, pitching needs to be the focus? I was actually told uh, the summer before my senior year of high school um, from a couple of different scouts, actually they mentioned it to me because I had been mostly a first baseman and had been recruited by colleges as a first baseman up until that point. And they saw me throw a couple times in, in that summer and they were like, Hey, I think, I think your ticket to the next level is going to be as a pitcher. And I kind of took that to heart just being a young kid, um, listening to MLB scouts um, and kind of just took it and ran with it and, worked that winter as a pitcher and and tried to work on stuff as a pitcher and came out my senior year um and pitched more often than I had in the past well it certainly has worked out in your favor a good decision and a good call by those scouts they, they must have yeah, known, definitely they knew what they were talking about as they they usually do Sam thanks for coming by I appreciate it thank you Jim that's rookie left-hander Sam Henches, and he'll be counted on to, to really give the Indians a boost in that rotation, fair or not as a young pitcher. It's the opportunity now for him with some injuries to others. That's going to do it for this edition of the Rosie Report regular season roundup. Thanks so much for tuning in, and thanks to Bart Swain, Courtberry Tripp, and Austin Contrulis for their help in keeping this podcast moving in a positive direction. I'm Jim Rosenhouse. As always, thanks for listening and downloading The Rosie Report. This has been The Rosie Report. 